Okay, so we are live. to a new episode of the Women's Empowerment Series. This is a very special episode because I have with me an incredible guest. I am so honored and so happy to have you, uh, Ling, and uh, it is just an honor. You are a star in the work you do. You are an incredible woman combining energetics and knowledge and just uh, speaking from your heart to empower women around the world, to empower really everyone using your background and heritage. Welcome, Ling. Oh my goodness. Thank you for such a warm welcome. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited to dive deep. Me too. And uh, let us know where you're connecting from. Hello, I see already people joining us. We are live streaming in different platforms. If we are with us live, let us know. We want to greet you. If you're watching us on replay, just hashtag replay. And, and Ling and myself will be so happy to answer to any of your questions. So let's get started. I have with me a star who has been uh, recognized by Bazaar, by all those magazines around the world for the work that she does. And I'm quite impressed. And I cannot wait to let to give you the stage to introduce yourself so please tell us about you thank you so much again and yes if you all have any questions like honestly just just comment just share it there's nothing that is out of bounds or, or too crazy for me at all um i am leeing um i guess that's what I, I i go by that's my name here in this dimension um mm -hmm. I really love to share is my work with uh, the liminal space, as I call it, with the divine. Um, one of the things that I like to talk about is that because of my experience in terms of how I came from a really um, disempowered space where I thought my entire life is is dependent on what my external circumstances are mm -hmm. to where I am today right now, um, it is important for me to also share this sacred medicine with the world, to to especially to women, because we are absolutely multidimensional, and it is in our it is our journey here uh, on Earth. I truly believe to really embody our multidimensionality, and when I say that, what I really mean is that we can absolutely be connected to something that is so much bigger than who we are and what we are here. But at the same time, we are also the creator of our lives. We mm -hmm. can embody that cosmic magnificence and mm -hmm. project that out into the reality. And as we do that, just by being us, the true authentic uh, self that we are, um, we can create an impact. We can change the world. Um, so that is quite amazing when we, really land on that, that, that power that we have inside of us. So, so yeah. this is amazing because um, it, this is, you're speaking with that with so much maturity and wisdom and understanding. Uh, what it's true, it's like, and my question, and I know a lot of people ask, or ask that, is that how do you get to that stage where you actually can understand and feel somehow your connection with the bigger force? You know, whether it is the divinity, the infinite intelligence, what is that moment where you start feeling that transition? How did it happen for you, Ling? Wow, I love that question. Mm -hmm. um, 
when I was well, if if I could name a moment that that happened, it was that one moment in 2019 actually, um, where I've I've come I've come from a really long way of you know zero self worth and being in hi Emily <laughs> <You're sorry. laughs> uh, where, where I would oh, sorry I was just go I'll just go it's back it's okay I wanted to you know shout out at her is so excited to have her with us live <laughs> um the the one moment I can pin down is a moment that changed my life forever but I also want to share that I've never I, I, I didn't grow up this way you know I wasn't I wasn't in a, a, a family of seers and mystics I, I didn't come from that um, mm -hmm. I grew up in a, a very standard Chinese family um, mm -hmm. my dad had a high regard for our ancestral lineage so we've always been connected into um, the traditions and the language itself I speak Mandarin and Cantonese uh, along with English and all the mm -hmm. other languages that we've been raised in Malaysia I am originally from Malaysia um, okay. yeah so Muslim country yeah that's why you speak yeah. all these languages <laughs> yes. so um, it was a very split identity I think growing up because um, you know we would be considered as immigrants in a country that is a largely Muslim country um, right. but we've always had the freedom to be you know Chinese in that way right so and be respected for it right for yeah exactly exactly mm. But at the same time, I, I remember growing up thinking like, you know, if I were to return home, where would home be? You know, and I think it's such a starseed, um, multidimensional question, because I think when I was asking that question, now that I look back in hindsight, I, I really believe I was asking a question of like, where exactly is my home? And for a long time, I was going through life where I felt like I didn't have a home. Like I didn't know, you know, and, and for right now, I can tell you home is here, right here. It's here. It's where you are. Mm. It's right here. And, and it's funny because um, that one moment, as I was saying, you know, that I can pin down as the moment that everything changed was um, I was coming out of a recovery from anorexia. Uh, I struggled mm -hmm. with eating disorders and anorexia mm -hmm. for about 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. um, and just about, you know, when I was fully recovered and I was really on this devotional path of um, meditating every day and really having all my kundalini awakening and the, the life force was coming through me. I was having all these downloads. I was really floating in space. Like I wasn't grounded. I was like, I'm having all these amazing sensations. But I also live like another reality where I was going to work uh, nine to five at a, a media company um, in Hong wow. Kong at the time. And I was just so off-centered. And so yeah. I, I kind of asked in one of my meditations I asked the universe I was like can you show me a sign can you can I feel like there's so much more to this can you just show me something a way out mm -hmm. um and it came in an invitation to a tea ceremony and that was it you know I went to the tea ceremony with no expectations I went oh, yes, but you were living in Hong Kong at that moment yeah yes okay. so oh, I was spent I, I I basically you know I get thousands of invitations working in media and I, that, mm -hmm. the invitation, I was like you know I love tea so why not <laughs> so and, and I went there and you know the first moment I went in was that oh this is not like the the average tea ceremony that I usually think it would be um 
it wasn't like the Japanese way of tea ceremony, but mm-hmm. it was something a lot more ancestral and ancient. And mm-hmm. it actually, now that I've studied the way and I'm, I'm a Chadao ceremonial keeper myself now, mm-hmm. um, it was a, a moment that reminded me of my ancestral roots so mm-hmm. deeply. Um, and I remember having the first bowl served to me that mm-hmm. it called up so many of the spirits of my ancestors, especially my grandmother who passed many years ago. And mm-hmm. I still have so much regret because I wasn't the best granddaughter. But in that moment, she to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in that moment as well, I remember thinking and not even thinking, it was just like a feeling like, oh, this is what home feels like. I finally yeah. feel home. Yeah. And it's like all the emotions came yeah. Definitely. Um, And that was the first time I connected with tea spirit as well. And uh, I was being told that you have to go out and serve tea. And Mm -hmm. I remember it was very specific. It was you have to drop everything you know and go and serve tea. So Mm -hmm. that was a mandate, basically. Um, And that was it. That was 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, At the same time, as I allowed myself to to come into this work. And I, I really do want to share this because I know so many women have gone through this where you you thought you knew everything about your life. You know, at that time when I was working in Hong Kong, I thought I would be an editor for my entire life. I thought I would be working in media forever and I would settle down in Hong Kong and get a visa mm-hmm. there, things like that. But it didn't happen that way. And I met my husband who was my boyfriend at the time and he was Scottish. Well, he is Scottish. And so he asked me at a time, at the same time when I allowed tea to be in my life, when I allowed myself to start to be the apprentice, mm-hmm. to learn the way of tea, he asked me, do you want to move to Scotland? And I was like, oh, yeah. And, you know, in Hongkong, I'm like, I didn't even think too much about it. I was just like, just go, let's go. And you just start following your intuition, actually, whatever it happens. Yeah. I think or I mean, just guidance that just comes from somewhere. Yeah. It is almost like a ping, you know. And also, I remember thinking like a lot of changes will happen, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't imagine it would be like a 2020 change, right, for the entire. Oh, yeah, world. but that's the whole world didn't know, right? Because 2020 is like. Yeah, exactly. You know what's incredible is that. I know for sure that everyone somehow was synchronized with that change and it happened also in his own life or her own life. And just like you, right? Because that very shift happened for the whole world. So it was almost meant for you as well, right? It's like exactly carrying you to another phase in your life. Exactly. I I think one of the things that that's why I'm so passionate about what I do today is because if I didn't, and I would always say this, it's like, if I didn't honor the pain, as I call it, like if I didn't honor the voice that spoke to me and, and gave me the message, like we could mm-hmm. all have divine messages come through mm-hmm. us. We, we could all have that intuitive hit. But if you don't follow through, if you don't take that action that is required of you, you will still stay the same. You will still stay in a place where you're not, you know, you feel mm-hmm. like being supported. Right. And I think this is where the unfulfilled means, really, because yes. that's exactly what it is, because you can stay, right? You said it so well. You're well paid. You're in Hong Kong. You're in the most excited place in the world. Yeah. And you've given up that. Yeah. But it takes, what does it take? 
what did it take beside you know being so spiritual because you need to be that and having the courage mm. you know it's funny you say that because i've never really seen myself as a spiritual person even though you I think it, it's funny because when i was going through my eating disorders like i still remember thinking like oh nothing is here to support me like i have to do this on my own like mm. i loves me if i let them love me i have to work really hard to earn the love you know oh. but when i recovered yeah. my perspective shifted drastically and i really want to share this because a lot of times we say like you know i intellectually read all these books and this on on spirituality and mysticism but i'm not living it right like i, I see so many women coming to my world to say that and i want to say that it's because we don't have the embodiment of that we haven't been taught to embody that we all are such intelligent women but if we can only intellectually get it it's not landing in here and so for me what gave me that courage i suppose at that time was because at that point i was fully recovered from anorexia and i had this practice of um yoga and i have to, i have meditation every night when i finish my work i go into that space where i was building a lot of life force in me mm-hmm. and what i mean is that once you're working together like your mind and your body and spirit are working together that's when you start to have perspectives that are a lot more expanded that's when you start mm-hmm. to feel things in your body again right because mm-hmm. if you don't confront or you don't embrace those parts of you that you feel shameful about yes shameful um, absolutely absolutely or what i call subconscious dissonance because mm-hmm. if you have a dissonance that say okay well if i need to take this chance in my life i need to make sure i know everything about like my success rate right if you mm-hmm. have that dissonance that's almost like saying i this is my survival mechanism i need to know this is it is i need to know he's going to marry me before i move there you know that's right yeah that's a mechanism sure you're not going to you block yourself you can yes. so you block yourself you're, you're keeping yourself small right yeah 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 so and you and you miss out on things yes well here's the thing i i, I honestly believe is that Mm, we don't miss out in the sense of like it's gone but we mm-hmm. always have the chance coming back to us it, it, it's it's like i always say the dao um because i study the way of tea and i'm such a, a devotee of the dao um okay. which we can talk a little bit more about obviously yeah, yeah i wanted to explain that because i'm sure yeah. not everyone listen i mean understand us right <laughs> because we really, yeah, exactly. really speak a lot with executives with people in the business world and you know fa- female leaders today is like professionals right hype and we kind of disconnect from that so yeah let's explain what's about what does it mean oh i love to to get into this so um i believe that as women we have the power of what we call emotions and i think we've been conditioned for so long to say that oh we need to act like a man in the world of oh, yeah. roles and dress like a man absolutely right <laughs> But I feel like you would absolutely agree with me my love is that the emotions that we 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 have is actually mm-hmm. a powerful vehicle for us to move forward in this world and actually we have that advantage as women mm-hmm. because if we can see the emotions as something that is like a signpost it's like telling mm-hmm. us that there is something here that you can look at and alchemize 
um, we can align back to the original version of who we are, which is the truth, which is the original spirit, which is the, the powerful leader that you truly are, the light that you are. Um, when I when I speak in the way that I speak, uh, it took me a long time to come in and say share things in, in the way that I do because I used to think that people wouldn't understand what mm -hmm. I'm saying. But I truly believe that even when I'm using words that are new, um, like Tao, maybe you've never heard of it, there's an energetic frequency behind it that you can feel. Mm -hmm. Because Tao actually is a word to just describe something that is infinite. You can call it the universe. You can call it the the, the high being, the highest self. You can call oh. it God, even for some people. Yeah. And when um, you say Tao, it's like even the sound of it. Yeah, it's a water course way as they 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 can. Yes. If you want to describe it, it's the water course way of how the natural laws are manifested. Yeah. Um, and so it exists in everything. It exists in all of us. And in the greater aspect of what it means is that this is a place of limitless potential. This is a place of infinite possibilities, right? And that is who we really are. That is who we really are. And we want to embody that in this dimension. So that is what I help women to do. And, you know, many, many things can happen when you do that. You know, you, you're, you're, you can shift perspectives and your marriage is going to be different. Your relationships will be different. Your career is going to take off because of the way you have shifted your present mm -hmm. your frequency. That's it. Because yeah. it's all energetics. So exactly. you actually work with the energetics, how you can help them align with the frequency of what they want to have, how they want to live. And it's all energetics. Yes. Yeah. And I think maybe some of you are familiar with the words um, feminine energetics, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think there is so much focus on that because we have been conditioned not to, we don't even know what it is, right? Because we've been so conditioned to work in a masculine driven way. <laughs> we think it shouldn't even be that. So we do everything so that we don't look that feminine. You no, know, it's funny. It's interesting. And I would love to deepen into this conversation as well. Like I feel like there are so many women who feel that um, once I get into the feminine energetics of things, then things will work slower. Yes. But I think that is We're such a as well. It's just a coding, like it's just a belief that mm. when I am feminine and I'm in the feminine energetics of receiving, then money will come to me slower or success will come to me slower, you know. But I really believe that when we um when we drop into our uh our fullest expression which is our feminine side right mm -hmm. that is born within us that is when we can take that aspect of us mm -hmm. and go forth and make the aligned decisions to make the mm -hmm. aligned actions that are backed by this energetics you see yeah. what i mean it's I not something you just throw a dart or throw spaghetti on the wall and and and, you know, and hope that it's gonna be stick there yeah, yeah. i see yeah so how do you mix that with the tea ceremony mm. build that bridge between the tea ceremony and the empowerment of women and everyone that you work with perfect question mm -hmm. i love that um so one of the things i love to say is that tea and zen are one flavor and that is why tea has been used for so many centuries by mm. Taoist sages, mystics, Zen monks, even Japanese samurais mm. and 
used as a ritual to train their minds um, mm. to drop from the mind into their heart, into what we call the stillness that we mm. start to feel the wisdom arise from there, mm-hmm. right? So when I work with women who truly desire to be multidimensional leaders, who truly desire to live in their authentic power and express themselves fully, um, this is the stillness that I start with. And I, I, it's something that I work with throughout our entire journey together. Why is that? Because in the stillness, something arises in a way that the logical mind can never create. Wow, this is so powerful. Yeah, and it is so true. Yeah, wow. Do you know what's interesting? Yeah, sorry. You're speaking about this and about the tea. You know, in this part of the world, we also have tea ceremony, not in the same way, but we have them. And you know, and in some areas, it takes time to pour the tea, to change it, to throw it. And now that you say how tea is connected with the Zen, it's like the taste of Zen. I love it how you say it. I think you are, it's true, it's just so perfect because that's what it is. It you know, there is a relaxation and it just feeling good vibe with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just incredible. And it and it's also community, it's coming together, it's sharing, yes. it's belonging, you know, yes. feeling of belonging. Absolutely. And there is zero judgment in a tea space. You know, that is what we 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 always oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Zero judgment with it in which sense? In when that if somebody doesn't do it properly or I love this. I love this. You're such a you're like my kind of person, obviously. <laughs> I, I love this because it is because something. Because we feel the same too. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't taste good. <laughs> I love it. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that you say, you uh, you ask that question because it is truly what it what exactly tea is. It is exactly what chadao is. You know, chadao in English is the way of tea. Um, yeah. And there's a saying that I, I always remember in my heart. It's, it's, it's this. You can drink tea and you won't have the way, or you may practice the way, but you don't drink tea. And what that means is that we, we, we can drink tea as a beverage. We can drink tea as just like a hobby or something you drink at your desk when you're working in the office. Yeah. Really you don't even know what you're drinking. You just kind yeah. of drink it. Yeah. yeah. So that's like you do, doing things without being present to the moment, right? Yeah. And there's zero judgment of that zero as a ceremonial keeper i get asked this question a lot it's like do you do you mind if i just drink like um tea bag or whatever i'm like i honestly don't mind at all right i don't mind if you say that you are um if you if you do walk the way as we as we say it that what that means is that tea becomes an embodied way of living so tea's like I said, going back to tea and Zen are one flavor. If you mm-hmm. practice Chadao, you're cultivating stillness. You're creating a space for the Zen state of mind. You're embodying the way. So tea becomes you, you become tea. Mm-hmm. Tea itself is an adaptogenic. So that means she loves humans. Unlike other me- plant medicine, you don't have to cleanse yourself or or go into a forest or whatever to have her. She loves being with us and she actually becomes even more beautiful in the hands of human beings. You know, we we it doesn't the alchemy is complete when a human yeah. being brings the leaf into their hands and with the mm-hmm. art 
relationship mm. with the tea and the flavor, the aroma, the chi, it brings mm. in remembering. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like there. It's like a life. Right? You time. remember, you, you even like as simple as someone who doesn't do ceremonies, they can remember the feeling of their grandmother or like, oh, my childhood or something. Yes. They, they do it, right? Like even you were saying. Yeah. Uh, it's like the uh, the gesture. The, that, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So there is something yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, look, just, look at this. We have a nice comment here. I know. Uh, <laughs> spirit, she loves humans. This is incredible to hear how you describe the beauty of tea spirit and humans. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She, she loves humans. Um, there are so many myths about um, mythology that surrounds her. There is a, a, a tribe in China, as we know it now, but back in the days, just in the mountains that borders um, Vietnam, uh, it's called Yunnan. And the people there believe that they were born from tea, you know, and they still call themselves people. Yeah. So it's how do they call themselves? Say that again. Huh? They, they, they call themselves tea people. So Charon is like, tea people. Yeah. like they were born from tea, you know, and you, you know, it's incredible. You mentioned that, you know, I was, I worked at the World Bank and uh, the first countries I was working on was Southeast Asia. So I was traveling a lot to Vietnam, to Malaysia, to Thailand, all those countries. Oh. And I felt such a peace uh, in, Tha in uh, Vietnam, just people so peaceful and smiling yeah. And they had absolutely nothing now that we're talking about, you know, relativity and how you, you know, poverty and like this is extreme nothing. But they had a peace in their mind, in the way you see them and their smile. You have never seen that nowhere in the world. And up to now, I still remember those people and the smiles and so happy they were. They were so happy to see us. And that's... And that is the spirit of tea and body. Yes. This is the one thing that... You find the same thing here, this part of the world as well, because, you know, oh. we have that spirit of tea that lives with us. Yeah. There, you know, my child, they learned how to make tea early on, right? Oh, and wow. I, Yeah, and my son, I was, you know, seeing him two days ago, just like taking the time to pour it back and forth. I'm like, wow. There you go. And, and, yeah. It really just, um, is something I, I, I found has allowed me to release my overthinking mind once and for all. And I, mm. I think that's why it's such a potent medicine when I work with women who are leaders in their own field, who are amazing, incredible um, pioneers um, because we do have that human side right we have the human side of ah you know what if this doesn't happen or like this is never good enough or I am not good enough like all of these things actually they get to be released in the space of being with tea and working mm -hmm. with tea spirit in the ceremony like this allows them to have that wisdom rise through themselves, like in their own body. Yes. And then something just starts to warm them up and their perspective starts to shift. And if I can say it in a very Chinese medicinal way, is that qi, is your qi connecting with all your spirits. Um, and the Tao itself is realized through you. And yes. that is what wow. it is. Wow. So it's very, very relevant to... The modern way of living you know it's not something that is set in the ancient times and it's totally incongruent with how we live 
it's like you said, what you said is actually precisely what the tea spirit embodies is that mm -hmm. every day is a good day. Everything happens mm -hmm. in our yes. and we can see the extraordinary in the ordinary. That's when this amount I earn is enough. That's when this mm -hmm. career is a, an evolution. I don't need to yes. reach and achieve something to me. Mm -hmm. like, that's when we drop the external validation. That's when mm -hmm. we love ourselves. Because I love that. Really, this is so beautiful. And, you know, and that is why you can fill your heart with gratitude. You know? Yes. This is what we want. And if every moment, because tea ceremony is like, is on a daily basis, yeah. a normal thing to do because you just can't say, stay without tea. Yeah. And it's like, and it's a moment where you can connect it with gratitude of just being. When you connect with gratitude, it is a portal that opens up for you to co-create with the universe. Absolutely. Mm, this is so powerful. Oh. I I love it. Yeah. I love it too. I think this conversation is just so fascinating. We absolutely need a part two for this. Because this is so good. No, what's beautiful is that, you know, is how we connect, right? Because we are all connected somehow around yes. this tea. The whole world, I mean, the whole planet. It's just wow. it has arrived to different places. You touch on something again that's so so tea like you literally probably are the embodiment of tea spirit that you don't even know of right yeah. like you what you spoke of is exactly it when we yeah. come into a ceremony actually you know when you are in a chadao um mm. practice uh when you're cultivating that relationship with tea that way right in that sacred um reverence you are actually connecting with everyone everyone who's yeah. drinking tea, you're connecting with all those who came before us, and you're connecting with all those who are coming after us. Do you know how that feels like when you really drop into that feeling? Like, it's like, wow, I'm here to create an impact. I'm so sacred. Yes. I need to go and do what I'm here to do. And that is what fires us up. It's what really gives us a meaning. You know, it, it brings us to the next level. So that we're not caught in that small little box of just thinking, who am I today? Or oh, I'm not good enough or whatever, right? That that really is a felt sense in you that is embodied. Yeah. It's like you're part of something bigger than you. So big. Definitely. And sacred because it's so sacred. You feel sacred and you have that little piece. This yeah. is so beautiful. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your beauty, yeah. and all this knowledge about tea because we are all connected. And I think this is amazing. And that's what I love about this Women Empowerment Series is that we find ourselves all the same. And, yeah. and I want every woman to see that everyone has something so powerful to share and something so meaningful when it comes from inside and from within and we truly believe in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having this conversation. You know, it's a very, very important thing. To... What would you like to say to before we close today? Um, I want to say that I truly believe that, you know, there's this Japanese Zen saying, uh, Ichigo Ichie, one chance, one encounter. I truly believe that if you were here today to hear this conversation and be with us, there's a reason. There's always a reason. It's no coincidence. We cross mm -hmm. paths. 
So if you hear T-Spirit calling, you know, there's something that's in you that already recognizes her power. So honor that today. Every day is a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. This is such a beautiful, thank you so much. What a beautiful time thank together. You. And thank you everyone for being with us. If you're watching us on replay, let us know, let us know and we'll be very happy to reconnect. Sending you all the love. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>